Welcome everyone to the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. I'm your host, Virginia Parsons, and it really is my passion to provide you, the viewer, with a goldmine of inspirational tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational businesswomen in the know. And we have such a woman today. Her name is Wendy Brown. Now, Wendy's going to be speaking to us about a very important topic right now, and that is performing under pressure to achieve ambitious goals. Now, before we get started, I'm going to play a preview trailer for you so you can really see what you're in store for in this amazing interview with Wendy. Now, my request to you is that if you think this topic might be of interest to someone else that you know, that it might help and inspire and uplift them, while you're watching the preview trailer, would you please go ahead and help spread the word and send this information off to others, either by tagging them, sharing, or whatever way works the best for you. And we'll be getting this interview started in just a moment. Welcome all you fellow entrepreneurs. I'm so pleased that you're joining us today and I want to say thank you because I know that your time is valuable and even though we're in a very special and unusual time in our history right now, I just am so pleased that you chose to spend some of your time with us and I think you're going to be very highly rewarded with the wonderful information coming from Wendy Brown here today. So, if you are an entrepreneur who knows what it's like to struggle through all the ups and downs of building a business, the pressures and the challenges, I'm bringing to you just what the doctor has ordered in Wendy Brown. She's going to share some valuable information with us. And I hope that you will go ahead and let us know where you're viewing from while you're here today. And even if you're in replay mode, we would love to hear from you. Put any of your questions and comments in the comment area. And we'll be sure to respond to each and every one of them. Now, today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com. 
where you can receive a complimentary live stream marketing assessment. Now, this assessment only takes you a couple of minutes, but if you're thinking about how can I use live stream to brand, grow, and migrate my business, this is the perfect assessment for you. So all you have to do is text pound success to 775-800-4179. Or if you're out of the country, just go to hangout-marketing.com and you can access that assessment. And you might even qualify for a complimentary shine strategy session with me where we really will sit down and go deep into your business goals and I'll help you see how you can use live stream broadcasting to grow your business. So please go ahead and take advantage of that. Now let's get started with this wonderful interview with Wendy. Again, we're talking about performing under pressure and there's nobody better than Wendy to help us with this topic so that you can achieve ambitious goals. Now, Wendy's gonna go on a little more detail about herself and her background, but just so you know, she's a Lieutenant Colonel in the Army Reserves, and she also has a business called Conquer Confidently. And she's taking many years of experience in order to help uplift you so you can step into your brilliance and be confident in what you're delivering to your audience. So she's going to talk to you about repackaging skills so that you can meet new demands. And I think this is a great topic because times are changing, aren't they? Your skill sets are growing all the time. So it's good to know how you can repackage them to bring you up to level in a whole new way and to be more of interest maybe in the marketplace, right? So she's going to go into that in great detail. She's also going to talk to us about building your relationship arsenal. Wow, I've never discussed this topic before, and I know she's got some powerful advice there. Finally, we're going to be discussing brainstorming and decision-making tactics. So come on in, Wendy, and say hi to our audience, won't you? Hello, everyone. I'm very happy to be here. We're thrilled to have you here, Wendy, and all the way across the pond, so to speak. <laughs> uh, Wendy is coming to us from Germany, and I'm going to let her tell you a little bit more about that. So, Wendy, let people know really how you got to teaching about performing under pressure and a little bit about your background and what you're doing over in Germany. So I am a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Army Reserves and I am serving at the U.S. European Command in Stuttgart, Germany. I work in the C4 Cyber Directorate, C4 standing for Command and Control, Communications and Computers, and my job is a future operations planner. So basically operations that we plan to implement within the next few years, uh, I am one of the planners for those operations. So let's go a little deeper into that. I know that most of you can't because it's very <laughs> private, but you know, what is involved in preparing yourself for that kind of skill level? So one of the things being in the um, Army Reserves is that each job is a new experience. So you take the skill sets that you learned from the previous job and implement them in the new job. Now, the tricky part about it is it's a very short learning curve. So when you're hired to do a particular job, you're expected to be able to deliver just as 
just as the active duty military delivers. So you're not given any shortcuts, you're not given any breaks, you still have to perform uh, extremely well along your active duty counterparts. So there's always a lot of pressure at the new assignment. And sometimes there's even sleepless nights. You're trying to figure out how am I going to get this done? But fortunately, um, the US Army Reserves has trained us on how to execute a mission, a new mission, something you haven't done before, how to execute it effectively. And that's pretty much what I'm here to talk to you today about. Oh, I think this is so important because what you're doing uh, pressure-wise is I think for most people, it's on a much higher level than we entrepreneurs probably experience, although it's all relative, isn't it? Every entrepreneur does go through these periods of pressure because when you're in business for yourself or you're in business and you've got you know a small number of employees, uh, you have pressures and expectations that you have to meet if you want to you know, stay in business or grow a new business. So of course, I think everyone can identify with pressure. We all know what it is. So the question becomes, how do we deal with it effectively? And I think that's one of the things that probably you have been trained in, which maybe a lot of us haven't. So before we go into the first topic about you know, uh, repackaging. I'd like you to talk about that a little bit more and what people can do who are feeling these day-to-day -day pressures right now, the pressures just being at home during this COVID-19 period um, and how we can respond a little more positively to it. Can you share some of that ideas with us or those ideas with us? Yes, so what I believe that what should happen during this time, for one, you're at home. You're stuck at home, you know, and for most folks, it's by law, you need to stay at home unless you're leaving for uh, necessities. This is actually the best time to do some reflecting and some restructuring in your life. And so since most people, some people are not able to go to work or they may telework, do remote uh, working, this will be a good time to see what is it that is working in my life and what is not working and what are you willing to do about it? So to be a successful entrepreneur in pursuit or pursue any ambitious goals, it is necessary to really have that leadership confidence to move forward. And that first step does take reflecting and being honest with yourself where you are and what you need to do to get where you need to go. So leadership confidence um, and reflection are something that you know, we probably are so busy just running the day-to-day -day operations of our own business that we don't really <laughs> take that time to reflect. And I'm going to agree with you that for me, of course, I'm used to working from home. So this is not for me a big sacrifice. It's actually, I look at it as an opportunity and I agree with you that taking time to reflect is critical during this period because we're not, it is not business as usual. And to take time every day to, what I say, go inward, check in with your, you know, your inner business expert to help guide you um, is an important time. And you should not uh, treat that time as not important. It's important. And sometimes people say when they do that reflecting time, that inward meditative time, that, you know, I can't stand to just sit around and do nothing. And yet... When you create that space for reflection, it's amazing the information that can be revealed to you that can guide you on what are the next best steps 
to take. Have you found that to be the case? Absolutely. During this period, it is important to take this, to use this time wisely and take time to see what changes you want to make in your life. Most of us have New Year's resolutions or when our birthday comes, we think about what we want to do differently. So reflecting is a part of, you know, either annual or semi-annual ritual. Well, now with the COVID disease we or virus, we, can, we now have the time to really reflect and see what part of our lives that is working and we want to continue it that way. And then what other things need to be uh, revalued and see what we need to do differently. And because time, you know, everyone is so still right now, things are so still, this is really the perfect time to do it. Um, because I don't believe we're going to go back to business as usual. I do believe this is the new normal and you have to adjust. We're humans, we're resilient by nature. We do need to adjust to this new normal. And the first step in, uh, first step of it is to reflect and see, you know, what journey do you want to take on? And, you know, this is a perfect segue to the point that you want to make initially, and that is repackaging your skills to meet new demands. Because what you are really saying is, no, that we're into a new normal. We have moved into a new normal. Things are not going to be exactly how they once were. So in reflecting, now you're able to move into evaluating your skill sets. Uh, maybe finding you need to take a few new learnings on in order to meet the demands coming forward. So let's talk about that in great detail because I know you're an expert in this area. Okay, so in the military, we have training to make sure that we are effective and competent throughout our operations. And one of the tools that we use are, is the seven steps to military decision-making process. And one of the steps, which is step number two, is mission analysis. And I can take that particular step and help someone reevaluate their life and repackage their skill sets to see what needs to happen in order to expand in their career. So under mission analysis, a uh, person will look to see what's in demand right now, what do they think will be in demand in five years, and then they will measure those skills against their own current skill sets. If there is a gap, then you know this is something you really need to address. And so most people, if you've been trained to do something 20 years ago, well, because of technology, things are changing so fast. So you may need to update your skills. You may need to become more advanced, or you may just need to go a whole entire different route. But what I have found that you really do have to analyze where are my skill sets today? Where, what, is the, um, what is the demand today? What is the demand in five years from now? And then see how big the gap is. Wow, that's interesting because I don't know that many people that I'm aware of sit down and question what will the demand be five years from now. I think people think about what their own goals are five years from now, but not necessarily what will the demand be. So I think that's an important question in this process. Secondly, I'm wondering about that repackaging because once you figure out what the demand is, how do you go about repackaging it effectively? Well, one, you have to, you, you would find something in, in your field and then you would decide what steps you need to take to accomplish that skill set. See, one, that is actually the secret to job security. Job security is not hoping your boss 
fault, you know, doesn't fire you or you have a job where you can't get fired. Job security is having the proper skill sets that the workplace demands. And so growing up, I pretty much was told you go to college, you major in a particular field and you get a job and, and the rest is history. Well, that's not true anymore. Now you have got to have skill sets that people, that corporate or private sector, or even your customers need. If you do not, you're gonna always be worried and stressed. So those that have outdated skills, yes, they're stressed about job security. They're stressed about trying to run a business. They may offer us uh, services or products that are no longer in demand, and they're nervous about how they're gonna make ends meet. Well, you are gonna be nervous because you're outdated. You've got to deal with reality. Um, you, you can be successful, but you have to deal with reality. And reality is what you have or the skills that you have may be outdated. But if you want job security, if you want to always have a means of income, meaning you provide products or services, then you have got to see what the demand is. What is the skill set? And see what skill set is needed for it. And, and then start making a plan of how to accumulate the, that uh that goal. So the new normal is life learning. You're all you you have you've always have got to be motivated to learn something new or learn something a little bit more advanced than what you're doing. But what you can't do is just sit and rest. I got my degree 20 years ago or I got my certificate uh, 20 years ago, so I'm set for life. No, that era is over. The new normal is is, is habitual learning, it's life learning. And so you do have to repack and maintain substitute in order to achieve a visual and in order to run a business. Think about how many businesses started one particular way, but because of the demand of the customers and the clients, that business evolved to something else because if they wanted income, they had to evolve with it. So, so the new normal is life learning, and adjusting to the demand. And so you have to look at your skill sets, you have to look at your products, your services, and see if it's in demand. If it is not, you, you know, you're gonna have a rough time staying in business, you're gonna have a rough time keeping a job. So I will help people, you know, repackage their skills so that it can meet the new demands or and expand their career. Woo! Powerful, powerful <laughs> points. So well made lifelong learning. And I certainly have lived my life this way. I couldn't have gotten to where I am, where I had a whole different background and a whole different skill set 10 years ago, actually, than I have today, because what I'm doing today didn't even exist 10 years ago. Yeah. So <laughs> that is part of the evolution. That's part of, as you say, creating job security. So very powerful. Let's go into the second topic. And this all builds on itself. And that is building your relationship arsenal. What do you have to share around that? Because obviously that's another key to having job security, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Anybody you admire, whether it be someone from corporate America, someone from the military, a superstar, a celebrity, whomever you see, that one person you see, I guarantee you has a team of people supporting them so that they are able to execute their job effectively. No one, and I repeat, no one makes it to the top by themselves. It's impossible. It's impossible. So you have got to know 
the right people um, that can execute the right functions to help you along with your career, your ambition goals, or your entrepreneurship. So, and, there, and the reason I'm saying this is because I've met people that are a little bitter in life and they just think, I don't need anybody. I'm just going to work hard and I'm going to make it. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. No one, and I mean no one, makes it to the top by themselves. Yes, the media makes it look that way, you know, and that one person may be the front of that product or that service, but they did not make it on their own. They had different team players or team members um, to assist them with various functions, various part of the operation uh, to get the job done. And then that's how the goal was achieved. Let me just, and let me just um, backstep a little bit and bring the military in it. Like when jobs are, are greatly executed, it's always the general, you know, showing, yes, you know, he or she gets all the glory. But let me tell you, it's the people, it's the soldiers <laughs> below that executed things. Yes, the generals provided the leadership guidance. Got it. And I don't take from them brilliant people. What I am saying is no war, no battle, uh, no fight has been won by one person. It's always been accumulation of uh, accumulation and collaboration of people with the right skill sets. So you also want to build your team, your, um, decide what skill sets you need. You, you would meet the people that have those skill sets, obviously test them out during various trial and error, uh, smaller operations. And then once you have a proven set, a group of people that can move forward and get things done that you need to get done, then you're going to see progress. And so if you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to do everything by yourself and, and wonder why you're struggling, it's because it's not meant for you to do it by yourself. You know, no, no operation is meant to be done by themselves. It's always a group of people behind the scenes making things happen. And so that um, building relationship is also part of step two of the mission analysis, because after you go through the demands and skill sets and trying to decide what skill sets you need, um, you need to also have what's the right people I need around me to move forward. What type of skill sets do I need? So all of this is done in your analysis part. And again, I just want to stress, um, you, you cannot make it by yourself. And if you just happen to be one of those people that, you know, left the workplace because you're better and you think I can do it on my own and I don't need anyone, that is untrue. And that's going to give you a lot of headaches. You do need to meet people because you never know what resource another one, a person can, another person can bring to you. So you, you need to build your team. And, it, and then even within each team member, they need to build a team. So, you know, it's like you, you start small, that team has a team, that team has a team, and then that team has a team. And guess what? Everybody is there working and helping you out. And that's where the success comes in. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think if even for small uh, solopreneurs, their team might be something as simple as um, hiring some uh, virtual assistant to help right. grow. Because you, as you say, you want to analyze your skill set first. You know what where you operate at your brilliance level, where your experience is best served for spending your time and energy. And then you look to outsource or bring on 
to your team, people who can come complement that, but do yes. some of the work that you shouldn't be spending your time doing. And I do think this is an important lesson for any entrepreneur or small business owner to recognize. You make it such a valuable point. And I think uh, if you think of it from the terms of uh, entrepreneurial business growth, and what we're talking about here is achieving you know, your ambitious goals, I don't know how anyone can achieve an ambitious goal without a support system. So I'm really resonating with what you're saying. Thank you so much for sharing that. So we're going to go on then to brainstorming and decision-making tactics. I know everyone's going to love this because you're going to really <laughs> give them some specifics here. Maybe what I call your pack your bag moments that people can say, ah, oh, this one tip alone is was worth my spending my time here with Wendy. So what do you have for us on brainstorming and decision-making tactics? So what I will pull from the military uh, decision-making process are steps three and steps five. So steps three is called a course of action development. And course five, I mean, step five is course of action comparison. So when it comes to brainstorming and decision-making tactics, you need to first do research on your own via internet, um, via uh, blogs or YouTube, just various information on the internet to see how much information you can find out on your own. Then you need to start bonding with other people, say people on your team, even friends, family, and start letting them know, hey, this is the trouble that I'm having. What are your thoughts? Give me some feedback. You can even start surveys online. Hey, what do you think about this uh, tactic? What do you think about this course of action? And you get feedback. And so that way you accumulate a massive amount of course of actions on what you need to do to move forward. And then with step five, which is the course of action uh, comparison, um, that you then take each course of action and you do the pros and the cons. So I say that because a lot of times if we want to do something, we, we, we talk to a salesman. And it's just like the old saying, if you ask an insurance man, if you need insurance, insurance man is going to say yes. So the thing is, you really need to know the negative sides of what you're doing as well. So it's easy to get the a good side, especially if you're talking to a salesperson, but then you need to know what are some of the bad things. And so the two techniques that, I really, that really resonate for me when I'm doing my course of action comparison, one is pros and cons, which I just mentioned, and then also reward and risk. You have to deal with the risk. And taking risk is not a problem, but it needs to be calculated risk. So you know what you're getting yourself into. So let's take entrepreneurship, for example. You know, there are statistics, statistics that 95% or about 95% of um, businesses go out of business the first five years. My question is, did you look at the risk? Did you consider the risk or were you just focused on the reward? That's where I think people go wrong. They just think about how much money I can make, how I can have all this freedom, how I won't have a boss, how I can live my life and I don't have to you know, deal with any other craziness. And it's like, well, yes and no. Only a few percentage get that level of success with entrepreneurship. So you do have to look at the risk and you look at the risk with every detail. If you have a hard time looking at the risk, then what you do is get someone 
a good friend is willing to tell you the truth. And we all have that friend that tells us like it is. You got to have that, per that person on your team because they keep you sane. Um, you contact that person and have them say, hey, you know, what, what are the downfalls to these? Because I keep seeing the greatness of it because in your mind, that's all you want. You know, you, you want it to be great. You want to start a business. And next thing you know, uh, six weeks later, you're a millionaire. Yeah, we all want that. But, but the reality is, you know, there are some risks. And you need to, and you need people on your team that's willing to tell you the truth of what are the risks of what you, or what you're doing. So the two tactics I would use: pros and cons. And if you're having a hard time with the cons, call your negative friend or call your friend who tells you the truth, and also use re, uh, reward and risk technique. And so. Somebody, somebody might say, well, Wendy, you're being negative. You should just use affirmations. I'm not knocking that. I'm into affirmations. I'm into positive thinking. What I am also, and I am also into common sense. The thing, the reason why I think business, so many businesses fail in the first five years, folks are just focused on the pros and the rewards. Not the way to do it. You've got to focus on the cons and the risks just as much. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't move forward, but at least you have an idea what's going on. And what you can do is set up contingency, what in the military we call it, contingency operations for when things go wrong. So you have your list of rewards, easy to do. Then you have your list of risks, a little challenging to do, but with some feedback from some, like I said, some of your negative friends or your friends that tell you the truth or colleagues that tell you the truth, you'll have a list of risks. And then this is the secret. With those risks, which I just said, you develop these contingency operations. So when this goes wrong, this is what happens. This is who I need to contact, and this is what I will do. See, the problem is most people aren't don't have a plan B for when that risk actually happens. And then it, once it happens, they get scared. And then that fear kicks in. And then people want to start, and it's nothing wrong with going to people <laughs> that that talk about not being fearful, but I have an issue with that. That fear, false evidence appearing real. That's not true. It is real. The trick is you deal with it with a contingency operation. If this bad thing happens, what do I do? This other bad things happen, what do I do? And I assure you, you won't have on there affirmations. Not that anything's wrong with affirmations, but you're not going to have affirmations down there. See, if you deal with the situation, it reduces your risk so that when all hell does happen, and trust me, all hell does happen from time to time, you have a contingency plan in place to help mitigate that risk. It won't necessarily remove it, but at least it'll mitigate the pain some. It'll mitigate the, the, the negative situation some. And so what happens is most people don't have contingency operations. They have hope and they have a lot of fear. And then it's just, you know, I don't even know what to say, but, but, but you know, it, it, just, it just instills a lot of fear in, in folks and they don't know what to do. And then they're just walking around fearful. And then other people are saying, try, you know, try these different meditations. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just can't operate that way. When all hell is breaking loose for me, I have a system in place to say, this is how I handle things. 
And so, that really helps take away the fear. Okay, I'm sorry. I know no, I you're great. This is great. <laughs> great, great stuff. Um, but so really what you're saying is that um, many, many entrepreneurs do not really do a complete plan, do not Correct. completely prepare uh, before they go into the battle of entrepreneurship because they haven't thought through the contingency plan that they might need. Now, what we're living through at the moment is, I mean, who could have possibly thought or prepared for something like we're going through now where businesses are actually just shut down and paralyzed. So I think we're, you know, maybe now that we're going through something like this, people will even have contingency plans for something like this. But you're talking in more general terms before you get started and invest a lot of money and time and effort into a business that at least these parts should be carried out. Uh, I want to review them for just a moment to make sure that I've I've uh, got sure. them in my own mind correctly. So first of all, the brainstorming part of it that you talk about is doing your research, going yes. deep and finding out, you know, for instance, what, who's, who are your competitors? Um, you know, finding a little bit more out about is the, what I'm thinking of doing even something people are looking for. You know, so I would think part of your research is going into something like Google Trends as an example. So yes. you're doing your research and then um, you're going to people that you know for feedback, which might even be surveys. Uh, and I've done this a number of times, uh, something like I'm thinking of offering XYZ program and I'm wondering if I were to offer that, would it be of interest to you or someone you know? So that is a form of getting feedback and doing a survey. So those, those are preparation times for a business. And then you take it into the step, I think you said it was step five, where you evaluate the pros and cons of going yes. forward. Now that you've got this information, you've accumulated. And more importantly, have you thought about what is what are the risks involved and how can I plan for them? So that's the contingency. Have I grasped yes. everything you just shared? That, yeah, that was excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you know, they say that you need to hear things, what, seven times from seven different people or something like that. So yeah. I just like to go ahead and reiterate what I think are really important points for people to contemplate. So let's let's give them a, what you think is probably the most important part of this process of decision making, uh, because I understand the cons are very important, but now once you've got all this, what I would say, accumulated data, mm -hmm. right? Yes. How do you suggest that someone who's already been in business for a while and is already dealing with some struggles and challenges, how do you, during this period where we're, we're isolated and, you know, housing in place, so to speak, how do you suggest that they use this time to really develop the next best tactic in their own business? I believe they should probably reach out to a consultant. They need someone who's not so close, wrapped up in the business that they can't think outside the box. So be uh, so, um, so contacting the consultant online, easy to do. You can do it from your home um, and, and have them uh, look at your business plan, look at your goal, and you and sometimes you just need some a clean a clean a clean um, a person with clean thought to say, hey, maybe did you consider this? Did you consider that? 
So I would say if you feel like you're stuck, you're in a rut with your business and you're just like a dog chasing its tail around and around, I would say reach out to uh, an online consultant um, that's in your field to help you, to help that person think outside the box so that they can generate some new energy, some new blood um, and, and get the business going. I don't believe all is said and done as far as this COVID virus. Like, even though some restaurants are hurting, they're also offering um, takeout with Uber. They partner up with Uber to take to take food to people. So that was something um, being generated. I mean, it was a few businesses already, restaurants doing that, but you got to think outside the box. We are humans. We are built to survive and we're built to be resilient. So I don't believe in just failing and you just go under. No, you may just evolve to something new, you see. And that goes back to the repackaging skill set. You're just evolving to something new. So you have this beautiful restaurant. Well, you don't have it filled with people, but you still know how to cook good food and people still got to eat, got to eat good food. <laughs> so guess what? You partner up with the Uber and have it delivered. And so, 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 so you know, the thing is, there's always an answer, and sometimes you just need someone who's not too close to the business uh, to help you out. So I would recommend like an online consultant um, that's that's in their field to help them get them out their rut and see how they can still make money from this situation. Yeah, that is just an excellent idea for people. And you know, the beauty of this time and space that we're in is that these kind of virtual connections are available all around the world. Here we are connecting. Mm -hmm. I'm in Reno, Nevada, and Wendy is in, I think you said Stuttgart, Germany. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> we, we are reaching out and we are connecting. So we have uh, the technology available now to do this. And so as she said, you can connect with someone who's, who can put some fresh eyes and fresh ideas into your business. So it will evolve, which goes back to the first point when he made yes. this, and that is repackaging your skill set because the skills are there. You're going to continue to grow those skills because we're in constant learning mode. I'm kind of summarizing Absolutely. all this right now. Yes, and then yes you're doing a great job. <laughs> the importance of your relationship arsenal. All of this wraps together in a beautiful tidy bow. And the bow that I want Wendy to talk about a little bit more is what she's wrapping up in a gift to you. So Wendy, what I'm going to do is display your gift link. Tell them a little bit about what you have special for them right now. Right. So for those of you that are watching this program, I offer you a free conquer session. And what that entails is 30 minutes free of charge of you talking to me about an ambitious goal that you want to achieve. And I will give you some feedback on where you should go. So you will receive um, value on, that you can use to implement in your business right away. Fabulous. So if you want to take Wendy up on this free conquer session where she's going to help you evaluate your goals and the next steps that you can take. All you need to do is to go to hmtips.com forward slash Wendy gift, Wendy spelled W-E-N-D-I gift, hmtips.com forward slash Wendy gift. That will give you an opportunity to schedule that meeting with her 
where you're going to really get her best ideas and get her fresh eyes on your business and where you're going. This is an amazing, amazing gift, Wendy, and I uh, so appreciate you offering it to our audience. Now, there's one other little incentive that you have uh, that people, you know, if they take advantage of just meeting with you, that they might be able to receive as a result of seeing you here on this show. Do you want to tell them just a little bit about that? Yes, you will get $500 off of any coaching services that I offer. And I would tell you that will go a long way in that as a person who is serving in the military, it is my duty to help people and to help situations. I do that naturally. So what, So I am not just you know, another coach. I am someone that cares. And I'm going to take my over 20 years of military experience and help you achieve the most ambitious goals that you have. And I will give you a step-by-step -step plan. I will be your confidant. And I will be that person that is rooting for you. I'll be your personal cheerleader. And I would tell you, sometimes the soldiers I used to um, have to, that some of the soldiers that worked for me, I wouldn't let them fail. When they would tell me, you know, when I was a major at the time, Major Brown, I'm a little nervous. I said, you're going to make it because I'm not going to let you fall. I'm not going to let you fail. You will, you will surpass this and you will win. And I would tell you, I know how to get inside of a person's head and program you to win. You will win. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Are you guys hearing what she is offering to you? First of all, just connect with her again by going to hmtips.com forward slash Wendy Gift. Go ahead and take advantage of that. Just set up a meeting with her. You'll be under no obligation, but I'm sure you will be blown away by what she's going to share with you initially at no cost. Then if you decide that you might want to go a step further with her, totally at your discretion, she's going to offer you $500 off any coaching session. So, wow, this is powerful. And you're talking about a woman, as you said, who's had 20 years experience in the military, knows how to act execute strategy and tactics and has a mindset that will not let you fail. Oh my God. I want someone like that <laughs> on my team. That is for sure, Wendy. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, this has been wonderful. What a great uh, time to spend together. And as I say, at a very historic time. So I really appreciate your sharing uh, and taking the time and your generous thoughts here today with everyone. And I just want to thank you for being here. Do you have maybe one final thought or final few words you'd like to leave our audience with? I want to say this. I understand that sometimes things happen and you fall in a rut. We have all been there, but you are not here to be a failure. You are not here to be a failure. You are here to be successful in whatever journey you decide that is meant for you to live. So just understand, I get times get a little tough, times get rough. I've been through it. But there, there are techniques and there are ways and methods and strategies for you to live the life that you truly want to live, that you truly deserve to live. And I'm here to help you get there. Thank you so much, Wendy. And thank you everyone for being here. Please let us know your thoughts, your comments, whether live or in replay, we will be getting back to you on them. So in the meantime, everyone go out, make it a great day, make it a great week, give your best and you will not fail. 
as Wendy said, and I'll <laughs> see you on the next Inspirational Businesswoman show. Bye-bye now. Thanks so much for watching today. Do you know someone who would be a great guest for our show? Or would you like to be a guest on the Inspirational Businesswoman Show? Let's shine the spotlight on your expertise. We'll share your story while offering tips, strategies, and advice to our viewers. Expert interviews are a great way to build your reputation as the go-to expert. Go to shinetips.com forward slash IBWS to apply today. Women are waiting for your message and I can't wait to interview you.